0: Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full on LS powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off Road Podcast. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Mike. I'm Derek. And this is episode 108. So, Steve, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Today, we're going to talk about <laughs> overlanding.
1: <laughs> are we going to talk about <laughs> to full on LS powered two buggies on stickies, though? No, those will not be as okay, i just saw that. Ask. Okay.
0: We're talking about a little bit of uh, some overlanding, some EV vehicle stuff, and uh, some wheeling in PA, or potential wheeling in PA, is what's is what's planned.
1: Oh, man. So we Lord knows episode. where we're going to end up. I'm already sweating. We're
2: trying to be, God,
0: trying so to be real
1: nice and organized for you guys. Call. So crisp. I'm drinking wish Corona this morning. Corona premiere, because we just had all them holiday carbs, and we're trying to take it easy. Mine's warm. Oh, no. I'm less than happy about that. No, yours isn't warm, but it came out of the same 12-pack. Mine uh, did. Mine's still not, cold.
0: It's not cold. <clears throat> My palm trees are green and not blue. Whatever. That's how I know it's not. Ro- it's not. That's cold. how the Do they actually turn work.
1: blue. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, my God.
0: Real quick. Uh, while we're talking about beer, I was at Walmart picking up some some drink me beer, some uh, bush, a little bit of blue moon because I like blue moon. And I picked up some other blue moon that I hadn't tried before. And uh, while I was stumb- stumbling around through there, I went over to, like the single section where you can pick up like single cans of stuff in the in the tall boys and stuff. Yep. There was a steel reserve. Bottle. Oh, God. A tall boy bottle, steel reserve. And I looked at it and I'm like, is that plastic? It sure the fuck is. It's a plastic bottle and the label on it, at the top of the label, it has a little circle that's blue and it has a thermometer in it and it says, this beer is cold if the circle is blue.
1: Oh, my God. Beer in a plastic bottle? That's the grossest thing I've ever
0: heard. And I was thinking the same thing while I was in there. I was looking at that and I was like, really beer in a plastic bottle? Like, really? But then I kind of thought about it for a second. I'm like, but we drink soda out of a plastic bottle. Yeah.
1: Don't like that either.
0: Oh, you don't like that either? Hell you no. only want cans?
1: Cans,
2: cans, I Yeah, glass. I don't like soda out of a plastic bottle either. Oh, really?
0: Interesting. Yeah, I, don't know
2: what I, I don't know why. I can't tell you why, but at, yeah. first of all, plastic's really bad for the environment. It's not, and it's not shit, great. But also, I just don't enjoy it.
0: Is it though? Is it bad for the environment?
2: Yes. Okay. Nobody fucking recycles even if you put that it's shit true. in your recycling. They say that they're going bin, to. very few of it gets actually recycled.
0: Isn't that wild?
3: It's crazy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Like as much as much as we were drilled that into our our brains as kids and I speak for the generation in the 30s. Right. In their 30s. <laughs> um like when I was in school that was drilled into our brains recycle yeah.
1: recycle recycle recycle. I mean you still and should. Like, it's better than not. Of it's course just you should. that it's not going to yeah. it's not as good as you think it is. You still yeah. should
2: because then at least they have like a record of how much, how many plastic bottles get recycled. And then at yeah. least they know how much is going into the garbage.
0: <laughs> I love the, I love the companies that reuse like bottle caps and plastic bottles to make like benches and cool get shit like clothes that. Clothes and shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that clothes. Like, how do you make clothes out of plastic?
2: I mean, that's it's mind not, numbing. not cotton clothes, obviously, but yeah. like polyester is fine. It's plastic. Polyester right. can be made out of plastic. It's wild. Anyway, it is pretty cool. Michael. Did you do anything this week?
1: I not only saw snow day. Oh my gosh. But you turned the key. drove it.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Things <laughs>
1: happened. Uh, I, had a, I had it parked outside because if it's in the shop and it's cold, I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to go out there and try to get that frozen ass door open. Oh no. And try to get it out. And I got to get it shut. And I'm trying. I'm already late for work. So I park it outside, right? But since nobody made me some 3D printed caps, there was ah. ice formed in all four wheels. Yes. Like I, like, I don't know, a pound of ice? I mean, <laughs> how much? How much Enough. water will sit inside a race and be like before at it least runs half out? A pound? I'd at say least I, a half I a probably pound. close
0: to half a pound. There's probably five to six ounces in there. Yeah. Probably. That's my guess. I don't know. It might have even be more than but... that.
1: I think it was yeah. a lot. So anyway, and I'm thinking, oh well, this is gonna shake like a like a bitch on mm-hmm. the way to work. And it actually wasn't that bad. Granted, I only drive like fifty five, but still was I it thought because, it would be a lot worse.
0: Was it because the 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 ice corresponded with the flat spot?
2: Ooh,
1: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you just didn't notice it? Because it's been parked there for a week, so just assume, yeah. It actually just made it more balanced. That'd be
0: wonderful. It's like, you know you're going to drive it the next day, and you, you know there's ice in the beadlock rings, so you go out and you just move it forward 180 degrees on the wheel. So the flat spot is then on the bottom and the ice is on the top. It's oh, hilarious.
2: <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, Mike, because I drove my truck and it had ice in the beadlock rings the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, uh, so let's see how bad this is. I didn't feel it at all that but, weird? By time, but by the time i was done driving the ice was gone so maybe it like melted, melted it out or i don't know weird
1: yeah. dude it was so cold on i think i drove it on friday mm. it was like what like 10 degrees or something here that even when i got to work the ice had not melted or moved it was still yeah. like in exactly in place wow. like on top now i was like yeah. goddamn. damn like even with the brakes and the movement and everything it was like nope
0: i mean, 10 degrees that's all you'd have to warm that wheel up a lot
1: i was really shocked i pulled a car in the shop like just a customer's car and it had a bunch yes. of ice formed on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I had the thing in there for 45 minutes, not one drip. Oh my gosh. Wow. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I like, I looked up at the ice and I was like, what the hell is like, why is this not liquid Isn't yet? That wild? It's like 65 degrees in our shop. That's insane. It was that cold. It was cold. It was definitely
0: cold. It got down. It was a uh, zero. We actually here in the shop on Wednesday, I came in to do some stuff and I went to go walk back to the, to the back of the shop where my wheel jig is. And you could feel the breeze. Remember, it was, it was on Wednesday. There was winds coming out of the northwest oh God, yeah. at about 20 miles an hour. And it was also in the teens temperature wise. And so we ended up running to Rural King and grabbing some spray foam and some uh, caulk and came back and sealed all the seams up everywhere along that back wall. And once we did that, there's no breeze anymore. That's awesome. That was important. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a hood and I got a I, I did not get a hoodie. I got a Meng shirt.
1: Oh, Meng shirt. Huh? I got a
0: Meng shirt. Uh, while I was there, and actually, I'm not going to lie, the crew neck is, is nice. It works well. Does it? It does, yeah.
1: Is that your phone Mike? I don't know tears are mine.
0: I don't know. Well, don't put it closer to the microphone, dick. It's,
1: that's further away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's close to the cord, though. It's
1: close to the cord, yeah. I don't know how this works.
0: There you go. Put it over there. Perfect. Uh, anyway, so Mike drove Snow Day. Yeah, that's right. Derek, what did you do? Oh, no, wait. It's my turn. Derek goes last.
2: Yeah, that's right. right.
1: You weren't
0: here last week, so you get last. Third place. class
2: citizen. That's right.
0: I didn't do a ton this week. Although what I did do was Thursday, I took the I took the Liberty when it was you know single digits. I took the the roofless Liberty out of the garage and drove it around to the around shop. Town, on around Troy town on a Well, I
3: thought about it. <laughs> I really did. I, I
0: considered. I was like, well, that would be great video, wouldn't it? But I'm like, I don't really want to be sick for a week. Yeah. And so I. I pulled it into the shop and then I took the I took low key and I pulled it around and parked it in the garage space. So the Loki is in its final resting place for now.
1: Final resting place. You oh, make well, it sound like it's done. Yeah. Well, Ooh, damn.
0: <laughs> that is dark. Uh, next step is to get jack stands and the welder here and an extension cord and stuff like that. Just some little stuff to start fabbing and then I'll start ripping apart. All the tools are in Loki already. So we're good there. Should be able just to start tearing stuff apart on it and get it jacked up, get the front axle and all of that out from underneath of it. And then so we're you, ready to start uh, prepping it for stiffeners. Yep.
1: Sounds wonderful. Let's hope so. I'm Let's glad see. you decided to do it here rather got than like, at your house. It's like 20
0: days. So I better get to it. Um, yeah. So I did that. <laughs> and then I got uh, the Liberty pulled in the shop, put back in the far corner. And I kind of snugged it in the corner with a jack. I just jacked up the rear axle and just slid it over into the corner. And put a tarp over top of it, so hopefully it'll keep most of the dust out. Whatever, I hope so. whatever doesn't keep, never well, doesn't stay out is just whatever. get
1: you an electric leaf blower and go to town. <laughs> I got one here at the shop, so yeah,
2: yeah, they're nice. Done.
0: Yes, they are nice. You,
2: you need to clean up dust shit with that mm-hmm. dust. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, I didn't
0: like I said didn't do a whole lot over um off road this week, other than get Loki put into its place where it need to be. So technically, I got Loki here off the trailer and all that because it was still in the trailer last week. It's important. It was. It's it's necessary.
1: Got your new Tano cover.
0: I did. That was, I put that on last weekend. It was nice to have that.
1: Does that count as off road? No. Darn. No, it does not.
0: And I didn't do anything to the trailer either. I did take a video unloading Loki. That's I don't know. That's off roady.
1: If it's on the trailer, it's off the road.
3: <laughs> it's hovering <laughs> twelve above it
1: the road. It is technically off the road.
0: You're not wrong. So um, yeah. And then we recapped the the whole uh, wheeling trip last week. So we're good on that. Derek, why were you not here last week?
2: I was in Colorado snowboarding and skiing. Um, Is that and from- then actually I technically was back when you guys recorded the podcast, but mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling too hot. So that's why I wasn't on the podcast. The cold made him cold. Imagine and that. Cold, COVID, we don't know. Um, we'll see. I'm still How supposed to get my know? test back. You still haven't had the results back? No. Well, I got Get the rapid test here. back and it said negative, but oh, yeah. the other people who I know who've had the latest right. Omicron. Yeah, it's uh, not showing they up on the rapids. rapids are not as accurate, but the PCRs are, and I haven't gotten it back yet because they're How so long? swamped from people getting tested after the holidays. So, wow. Yep. But yeah, so that was cool, though. I was in Colorado, went snowboarding with uh, Trevor, who's one of my really good friends from childhood. I've known him for now about 30 years. Um, And he and his fiance's parents have a house in the mountains. So we went and stayed with them, um, went skiing at Copper Mountain. It was awesome. Um, real quick before I get into the off-roady aspects of this, um, while we were there, the fires in Boulder were going on. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the people that, were affected by those it was like somewhere between a thousand five hundred and a thousand homes were burned down wow in boulder yeah it's serious there was like 110 mile an hour winds and actually um trevor's fiance's sister has a house in boulder that fortunately was untouched but they didn't know um so it was a little scary that that one night when that was going on so fortunately the next day it snowed and it got everything under control but yeah just really dry um but on a lighter note what was really cool to see when we were skiing was all of like the, the i I'm going to call them snow landing snow landing. <laughs> so like all the, I, they're more like, I don't know, ski bum or ski bunny. I don't know what you call it. Uh, people that like ski park running. in the parking lot at the ski area and just camp out of their rig for a weekend or more and go skiing during the day and then just stay in their van or whatever at night. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, and it was it got my gears turning cuz Emily and I have always wanted to move out to Colorado. We got married there. We go out there at least once a year if not more and I think it would be cool to have an overland rig out yonder. So would That's our That's our first topic. <laughs> <laughs> Overlanding? Yeah, so another another thing, so I think I mentioned this to you guys. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but my currently my like dream overland rig is like a mid-2000s gx 470 lexus what uh, for, yes. for a couple of reasons one third row seat i don't know if the forerunners do of that generation um two they're cheaper than forerunners for some reason and they come with a v8 so okay, it's everything on. you could ever want why would
1: you possibly want a third row seat are you going to have like seven kids storage no storage yeah no right. for storage you only want a second row seat and then the whole back is storage no
2: mm. you want the third row seat because then when you take the third row seat out there's more room than if it didn't come with a third row seat interesting is yes, sir
1: i don't know that seems kind of backwards to me
2: mm. plus it's no. nice to have the third row seat like if you it if you've be. got like two kids they sit in the middle row and then like you want to schlep some other kids around you can throw those two extra seats in I guess so.
0: You know, a couple of your friends pop out for an overlanding or adventure. Or
2: dogs. Or dogs. Or dogs, that would be nice. Okay, honest. all yeah, right. I guess there's I'm kind of obviously starting to reason. see it. I okay. think
0: the biggest thing is like A, overlanding an a-, a Lexus. B, uh, V8 and cheaper than
1: a Forerunner. Dude, GX470. Gary's pinky up. Dude, it's a great vehicle <laughs> as long as you're the one working on it, not me. When I see him, I'm like, cool. But as soon as it pulls into our parking lot, my I get a little sick to my stomach.
2: His blood curdles.
1: Dude, I, I absolutely <laughs> hate that vehicle if really? i have to touch it if it's anyone else's what's great the, good for you what's the reason what's the
2: downside of it yeah
1: oh my god compared to most, a forerunner
2: minus the suspension because that would get thrown in the garbage most
1: overly complicated everything period all of it. everything like a <clears> thousand ecus like hydraulic <laughs> over air over electric <laughs> suspension well um, we don't
0: have to worry about that
1: like
2: just That's like yeah, you be to you, if you're getting garbage. some icon stuff oh really Probably. I I mean, I see it seems like the thing to do if you look up the GXs on Instagrams, um, because like the the hydraulic suspension is fine and dandy, but like get something that actually performs well off-road and then I can go fast with it. Maybe
1: the 4.7 is a good motor, though. I mean, all you'd really have to do to them is change the timing belt every hundred thousand. You're good to go. That's good. Yeah, that's good news. I mean, it's a reliable vehicle. It's just that it's so complicated. That's what I hate so much about Lexus.
2: Yeah, and I was talking to Joe about it, and, like, the engine's stout, the transmission is stout, the axles are f- Tacoma axles and stuff, so, like, that's stout. The mid-2000s GX, is it a is solid axle, or is it
1: IFS? I think it's IFS, solid right? Rear. Solid, solid rear. rear. Well, IRS. IFs but the front, front is, yeah, but you would yeah, be right. tossing that
2: out anyway? No, I'd probably keep would the IFS. I, mean, oh, no, I okay. wouldn't go crazy with this thing. This is not replacing yeah. the truck. Oh, Okay. Yeah, this would, would be like them. maybe throw a lift kit on it, but probably just... or Ideally, would be like a long travel kit, like what they did under it every day to run 40s on that 4Runner. So
1: wait, why not get an older Land Cruiser that's solid axle just because
2: you don't want something that old? Yeah, because then it's got an inline six and... So that sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, Joe seems to think otherwise. <laughs> Most <laughs> people that have older Land Cruisers or LX470s or 450s think otherwise. It seems like they're all putting LSs in them or really stuff yeah i mean yeah. it's it's, it's mean, solid as fuck engine right like that i6 is unbreakable but it's also it's like a tbi 350 like not a lot of power <laughs> not a lot of power but reliable is all get out
1: see that's
0: the thing like i guess there are reasons to have a lot of power but for me so far i've not had i've not needed more power than what i have in the xj
1: yeah
0: and so like Hearing that, it's like, do you really need a lot more? I don't know.
2: Well, you haven't driven in the mountains, though.
1: True. Oh, yeah, when you're going up a steep grade. And I know Dude, that you know about grades.
2: When I went up right. when I-70 went up I-70 in the truck, when I was going to... Every time I go up I-70 in the truck when I'm going to Moab or Colorado is like 50 miles an hour, foot to the floor, second gear, like yep. barely keeping up with the semis. Yeah, and that's with an LS. And that's with an LS. But granted, my truck weighs a lot and is that's true. kind of a parachute, but yeah, it's not ideal. Right. So... Either something with a turbo, or a little bit more power at sea level, so you can get up, get yourself up the mountain. It that wasn't a sense. problem like wheeling in the mountains or at altitude, but just driving on the highway. Yeah. So, you yeah, think I think it'd be cool the... to build an overland rig. Right. Oh, for sure. Agree. It <clears> just that me- be I'm something with you.
1: That'd
2: be Sorry. something that I can include Emily in a little bit more because she doesn't really like the uh, extreme wheeling. Mm -hmm. but she does love the camping and she's like, you know, if there was a trail that we could go on to where we're like achieving something at the end, like we we wheel (laughs) up to this, this lake and then we camp there and we wake up there and it's beautiful. Like she was, she's like, yeah, it'd be cool.
0: Getting to a location that you wouldn't normally get to in a regular vehicle or hiking
2: or biking. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: You know, and and with hiking, you can only take so much with you. Yeah. So being able to take the entire vehicle uh, Mm -hmm. would be nice. I think uh, just one more thing on overlanding is that, I would like to kind of like my dream thing, something to do, like a 10 year goal, would be to build some kind of overlanding vehicle. It doesn't matter. I I don't really have a platform um, like specification or like a specific platform that I want to use. Mm-hmm. But what I would like to do is I'd like to get an overland vehicle built, something like that that I can do adventure adventuring with, something on like thirty fives or thirty sevens. So it's a little bit bigger than normal. But I wanna do I wanna leave here in Illinois and I wanna to drive to Canada. Like somewhere in Canada.
1: Is nice. there a like lot just, of wheeling in Canada?
0: There's a lot of stuff to see in Canada that I've never seen, so that counts for some of it. But I do I do believe there's wheeling to be done. There, I just didn't even know. There are listeners in the Canadians that have off-road rigs, so they must be doing some kind of something. There's yeah. too much land up there not to be able to do some wheeling.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot you know of I mean? like, well, at least from what I can tell, there's yeah. a lot of like public land land, yeah, white open land and fire roads and all kinds of crazy stuff that you might not want to take like a car on.
3: Right.
0: And I don't know a ton about it, but I just want to have a vehicle that like you could drive up to Canada that's reliable enough to drive up there. And then also if you get up there and you get somewhere where you want to go off road to go to like a lake or something like that, that you need some, a little bit extra capability. I don't want to have to be really worried or anything like that. Like, yep, yep, it'll just go. It'll just,
1: it'll just do it. Solid axle swap a 2022 Escalade. Oh my God.
2: Well, that'll break the internet. (laughs) I don't even. (laughs) You'd have to do two solid axle swaps because that thing's IRS now too. Oh, is it really? Perfect. Yeah.
0: Love it. it. Okay. That'd be probably a nightmare with all the electronics. Super duty swap. Oh, we're losing. No, the TV's doing its thing again. God damn. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we'll lose the. uh, Oh, what was it? I just lost it. It's gone. Okay. How about. How about. How about. I just use a 2026 Excursion.
2: 2026. What? I'm sorry. 26. what?
0: Yeah. Just. I'm just. I'm hoping at some point they bring you got the Excursion like a back. All
2: seeing
1: <laughs> crystal ball.
0: I'm trying to make it seem like it.
2: <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool. Steve's, it would be. Cool. Steve's got insider information.
0: I think. I think Ford is missing out by not bringing one back, but clearly their research they is not won't. showing it. They will uh,
2: not. There's no way. I mean, they why? have the, the, the Expedition L now, so like they've got the it's extra a, cargo capacity, and mm, I just don't think people are gonna buy a super duty it. based SUV. <sighs> I yeah, think it's that, I think there are
0: I think there are plenty of people that will because they're still to this day swooping up all of the expeditions or the excursions that are still around. Yeah, but that's like, like the seven that's
2: the people that like have similar mindsets to us. Right? There's a, there's which a is group. of us. few in the grand there's scheme of the country. Of us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: think about there's it. You a lot got more your family. You, you want to haul your travel trailer across the country. You don't want to do it in a crew cab pickup. You want that extra storage. You get a three-quarter yeah, ton
2: SUV. Do you, though? Because like GM discussing? got rid of the three-quarter no. ton Suburban Ford, ditched six excursion a long time ago. But their Listen. expedition is with the EcoBoost is rated to tow like 10,000 pounds or something ridiculous, or 9,000, which is a the big travel out.
0: trailer. Mm. It's still not a 6.7. I don't care what you say.
2: It's not, I yeah. don't, I'm not, I'm So I am not saying that. <laughs>
0: so I just saw the other day, somebody, I think somebody stopped by my shop and was showing me a listing and it was an excursion. It was a guy that having some wheels done and it was an excursion and what was it? It had very low miles on it, like 16,000 miles or something like that or 20,000 miles on it. Damn. It was a seven, three truck. So it was very, it was desirable cause they had the better engine mm-hmm. and it, I want to say it sold for something stupid, like 60 grand. Yep. What? Something dumb honey. because you can't
1: buy something like you can't that anymore. It?
0: You cannot buy it. Yeah, it's twenty thousand miles on a seven three excursion. Everything's brand new inside because it's I never can't been think of
1: anyone that wouldn't want that truck. Like yeah. no one that I know, doesn't pay... want that truck. Right?
0: Nobody's gonna pay for pay. it. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't pay sixty, 60 grand. grand it, though. No, though, no. Something. But I'm you, saying that everybody also, wants it. Right?
0: Right. So imagine that same exact platform, but with a six seven in it. Now has even a better engine, and all the new amenities. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy yeah, to me. How much money
2: not- would it cost Ford to R&D oh, no. oh, that? Oh, I don't know. A hundred million. I oh don't yeah, hundred million. Know.
0: Yeah. It would and, then, sell, it would and then they would sell for
2: 80, maybe a hundred
1: thousand. It would be an expensive truck, that's for sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, they could start with a Super Duty. That would be the way they do it. Is take a Super Duty and like exactly what they did with the Excursion originally, <clears> and just right. bring the body back. But something done? I-, I bet you they don't. Because <laughs> uh, here, I'll, I'll give you the logical reason. People aren't going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Not enough people will buy it. Let's put it that way. Some people will buy it for sure. And then MPG, right? Ford's got to yeah. have some, you know, set MPG as is mandated by the government. And if they have some truck that they're selling that has low MPG, then they're not going to do it. Come on now. The the EcoBoost
0: does not do that good.
2: It they claim it six seven.
0: They claim it does twenty five. Everybody I talk to gets well, like eleven to nah, fourteen. It's not what that's they claim. They keep their foot out of it.
1: <laughs> it's not what they claim at all, though, because that test isn't done by Ford, it's done by the EPA. Oh really? The EPA says that's what it gets. Ford doesn't get to right. make their own claims. How in they the don't world, that?
0: how in the world does the EPA get that kind of fuel mileage? Downhill? They
2: drive real nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Ford capable. designs that engine to get good EPA fuel mileage, and then damn whatever it actually gets, right? Yeah, all they do is oh. they know what test the EPA
1: does, and they make it for they that tune it, and then whatever yeah, they, they optimize dial it, it for that, and they then they, that's just
2: that. the tune you get. And that's why when you get a engine or a vehicle, you can tune it for better mileage for mm-hmm. your usage. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about EcoBoost, Crazy. but like a, even like a Black Bear tune on like a Gen just Four GM anything. engine will get an extra mile per gallon or oh, something. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Yep. Yep. So
0: change all that stuff out. Anyway, it, it blows my mind that you can take emissions and change the emissions, like take the emissions off of some vehicles. We're getting way on the side tangent a
2: little bit. Well, no, this is a good segue <laughs> into the next topic. <laughs>
0: oh, I guess, you know, it is. So it blows my mind that you can take emissions uh, equipment off of a lot of vehicles, have it tuned and get better fuel economy.
2: You can get but, better fuel economy. but environment. It's not the, as good for the environment.
0: It yeah. blows my mind. Like you say that, but yet also you're using less fuel, which requires less getting it out of the ground, which requires less refining. So at what point, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: I, I don't have the I don't have the knowledge or the
0: numbers math skills. Yeah, the numbers <laughs> to like even
2: ballpark what that would actually be. Right, I'm sure somebody has done it. Probably, I don't know. I mean, whatever
1: emissions equipment is so on whoever, your vehicle is designed to reduce it enough to be okay.
0: Whoever did yeah. it worked for the fuel company.
2: Right, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the fuel companies are actively trying to prevent people from getting better, better mileage. <laughs> of course,
0: one would certainly think so. Yeah, you would. Mm-hmm. Until
2: we run out. Yeah. Right.
0: Apparently, so, don't see that happening.
1: <laughs> they sure.
2: So, don't. on that topic, speaking of Ford yeah. and running out of gas, yes. uh, the Perfect new segue. Ford Lightning. Obviously, everybody's. Well, I don't know if everybody's heard of it, but it is an electrified F-150. Electrified. All electric. Um. The base model can do 230 miles on a charge. The upscaled model can do over 300.
0: Now, is that an EPA number or is
2: that an actual uh, number? That's what Ford claims. I don't know what actually <laughs> it is. Actually, just, actually, well, it's it 70. Yeah, you can't buy it.
0: You can actually get 75 to 80 on a charge because. Uh, make...
2: Towing, probably. So do, yeah. we have any,
0: do we have any like performance numbers yet?
2: Uh, Estimated? It's fast. Zero to I don't 60 remember what they are. It's 2.8. under six seconds. Well, I would hope so. And then the bigger battery truck, is probably man. under well under five. Dude. I don't care. You know what? I'm gonna look it up because so,
3: so
0: I don't this and these these are also arbitrary numbers that they that they put out on the internet that we yep. don't know. But the Rivian, the, the big boy Rivian, yeah, uh was zero to sixty in three seconds flat.
1: That is so and fast. And that truck and
0: that truck weighs over six thousand pounds, I think. Right at right at six thousand pounds?
1: Just so very fast.
0: Oh, it's dumb. And then supposedly the Cybertruck was 0-60 to
1: in 2.9.
2: Goodness. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm reading that two, right now. So 2.9 in the, the Cybertruck Hummer,
0: because it's so heavy that it just sticks to the ground.
2: Well, and <laughs> other reasons, right? <laughs> Electric motors are the best way to go fast because, oh, sure. you know, they've got Instant tons torque. of torque at low speeds, but they've also got really good traction control. So, like, yeah. there's a reason why the Tesla Plaid can go 0-60 to 60 in, like, under two seconds with this street tires because they can uh-huh. just they the motor feels that slip immediately in adjust versus with like an right. a, a gas engine it's got to cut timing and it, uh-huh. it's it, there's a feedback yeah, there's loop a lot of sensors no that are happening electric
0: yeah so it's a, it's always optimal it always has the optimal torque it's always the optimal rpm it's always the optimal everything when you're running that
2: so the GMC Hummer is supposedly 3 seconds the Rivian um, 3 seconds is three seconds. The Tesla Cybertruck is two point nine. Of course, the let
1: Oh, three. We, we did in two point. If 0. I had, yeah. That's right. Well, so, <laughs> okay, when they so came out seconds, with that, I started laughing.
0: I was like, oh the, yeah, the bigger pack. At, what is that?
2: Ford, Ford says that the F one fifty Lightning will do zero to sixty in, f- in four seconds with the bigger battery pack. Wow. So it's so, a little bit slower. Uh, probably under five it's, with the small battery pack. Right. It's still so fast it's still very fast for, for a full size pickup. Yeah. Yeah, how, especially how when big they can tow, like, cab... I think it said 11,000 pounds or something like that. Regular cab for 32 right? miles. Yeah, probably for under 100 miles.
1: Depends it how tow... flat, right? They can in tow how what?
2: how much
0: highway. They can tow how much? 10. I, think, uh, 10 let me look. I
2: don't want to misspeak. I think,
0: I think that's what the Rivian was going to be, like 10,000 pound towing capacity.
2: 10,000 pounds for the Lightning. Well, that makes sense because Rivian and Ford had like a yes. a joint <laughs> development thing. Very,
0: very joint. I think they bought like 48% or something like that in mm-hmm. Rivian.
2: You know, I don't know.
1: I think at this stage, electric day. vehicles make sense for somebody that's commuting a little bit and like mm-hmm. a little light car, but be like, oh yeah, this full size truck does, does all these electric things. It's like, no, you can't, you can't tow How much, with that. Okay.
0: How much do you drive your truck? Oh yeah. Uh, you can't tow. I mean, you can tow with it.
2: Where do I stop and get electricity and back with the lightning?
0: You would have to plot your at, at this point currently, right now, today, That's what I'm 2022, saying. you would have to plot your trip so you knew where to charge. Yeah. But they also just launched, what is it, five thousand new EV charge stations? They signed a bill for that to put five thousand new ones across the country. I think it was 15,000. Okay. Well, it, it was a lot. Um it was yeah, a lot. if the
1: infrastructure is there, it makes sense. But right now, I'm saying it's at this there. point. It's like
0: what you got there. Oh, you're drinking grandma's fruit salad. Fuck you! It's so
1: good.
2: <laughs> oh my god, this is the first time I've ever tasted Sorry. grandma's fruit salad. Derek, is, did you pour it in a glass? I did not oh, pour in a glass. No, I right. go, in a glass. glass.
0: Oh, go get a glass. Okay, stop what so you're it's doing. It's
2: better.
1: A glass. All beer is better in a glass. You guys, we'll talk keep about the podcast Going, I'll be we'll, back. Mike, Mike, we promise to to argue uh,
0: So my thing is, is like a lot of people say that, like, oh, you know, a lot of people's argument against electric, which is fine, and I, I'm not going to push anybody to go electric if they don't want to, is that. Well, I have to charge up. I have to stop to charge up. How often do you drive? Say you're getting a car, not a truck. Let's just for sake of argument right now, because truck is not highly available at the moment. Yes. And it will be. But right now, just for the sake of argument, how often do you drive personally more than 100 miles at one time? Not very often. Not very often. So to have an EV vehicle that you could just come home. Plug in there at the house.
1: No, I agree with what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying that as a truck for right now, like say I'm going to, okay, the 8 has gone. I'm going electric. Well, now I want to tow snow day to anywhere. Right. And I'm like, well, I got to stop every hundred miles and charge up. Like that would be irritating.
0: Right. So let me, uh, this can be very side tangent, but it's, it's relevant in a sort of way. Okay. What it is is so back in the early two thousands, like 2001 to 2005 digital cameras were brand new, just come out. And a lot of people are still shooting with film, and some people just started to make the switch over to digital. And the digital was garbage. Yeah. It wasn't sharp. It was just trash. Yeah. And so people are like, why would I switch from film over to digital? Now, there were some of these people that jumped in early and switched to digital and dealt with the trashy, terrible, you know, quality images for a while. I mean, I remember. For the first couple of years, and then things started to progress. And now you can buy a film, but you wouldn't buy a film. Derek's like holding his phone up because yeah, he's is. like now your <laughs> phone. Progressed
2: will, a lot is what you're trying your to say. phone
0: will walk the dog all over both a a early digital and some of the film cameras. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Uh, because how of lens is. because of lens quality back then. But now, nowadays that quality has come so far. And so what I'm saying is like right now we're looking at the truck market and its very inception, essentially. The electric truck market is so early in. We're looking at the very the beginnings of it. So they have to launch a truck to give the need to progress the battery, to give the need to progress the motors and things like that. So as th- time yeah. goes on, I think if we have the same conversation in five years, it's going to be a very different conversation.
1: Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I think the
0: battery technology yeah. is going to be far greater. I think that the motor technology will also be greater. And we'll probably be looking at trucks that are getting closer to 300 to 500, 500, miles, 500 even, miles, even maybe with the trailer on. Well, the Rivian, oh. the Rivian already with their their big dog battery pack, they're already talking four hundred plus.
2: That's true. You're right. No
0: trailer, but I think as time goes on, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, nano battery technology going on. You know, kind of in the background, still kind of just floating around. They're still playing with it and trying to learn. I think if that ever meets the peak of being able to be production, the nano battery technology will have batteries that are half the size of what we currently do, even as a lithium. And we'll have, you know, we'll be able to take that same battery pack that's that they have now that's big, and we'll be able to put twice as much, you know, milliamp hours or however. Dude, I love that. it, and
1: I hope that you're right. I guess I amp mean, hours. I know that batteries have progressed a lot. Like uh, right. our the first Priuses that Toyota mm-hmm. made had you know nickel batteries, and I oh think my gosh. and I think they might even still. And it's just tons of cells, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't replace them individually. Or at least Toyota wouldn't tell you to the aftermarket. Right. It's like no, just put that one <clears throat> cell in there. That's wild. Uh, yeah, because there's aftermarket right. recyclers
2: that'll actually. I've worked with a company in my professional life that takes old batteries out of like UPS trucks and then they repurpose them because they'll, they'll pull cells out and like match rematch them yep. and they'll have a pack that's maybe like 70% of its original capacity. And they use that for stationary storage because those batteries are not useless. Right. They're just, right. nobody wants to drive a car that maybe got 200 miles of range and now only gets 120. Of right? So they're like, Oh, the battery is bad, but you know what? It, it'll keep your house running for two weeks. You know, that's, or whatever. that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, is that, that what is they're cool. doing?
0: Is that what some of the stuff they're doing?
2: A lot the, of the batteries that get recycled are used for stationary power for no like kidding. uh LTE solar. towers, so when the power goes oh, out that the cell yep. phone network still stays up. Um that's genius. Stationary I didn't out, know about stationary this, yeah. power storage for your house. So when your solar panel is operating during the day and you're not running your AC, you know, in the winter or something like that, it'll heat your house at night, stuff like that. It's really cool. And actually, that's one of the big selling points for me. I, I'm really interested in the F-150 Lightning because I don't tow. I don't plan to tow my off-road rig. Um, but it would be nice to have like a run around town vehicle that I could throw shit in the bed on, but it's also a crew cab and it's probably comfortable as shit, you know, a lot of the newer trucks are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can use it for that stationary storage. I also work from home sometimes, so it'd be cool to like have the charge charge up at night with solar panels on the roof that I don't have yet and then help <laughs> yeah, power course. the help power the house during the day the next day if I don't actually go to work. Like I'm sure well, there's an app on your phone that says like Convert to stationary power mode, you know. it'd mm-hmm. uh, be cool as hell. It would be uh,
0: you missed your opportunity on the solar panels because it just went from twenty six down to twenty three percent uh rebate, government subsidy. So it's gonna go, missed go 3%. back three percent. I'm you fairly missed, certain on that. You missed you missed three percent on your uh twenty no, on your uh seventy five thousand dollar investment.
2: right <laughs> <Well, laughs> here's here's the deal. I don't have the money to do either of those things right now. Um yep. but I'm looking forward, right? Yeah, I don't think like right now, the base model F one hundred and fifty lightning is like just under 40 grand, which is a pretty good deal for what it is. It's all wheel drive. It's you can get it with off road tires. It'll be a little bit more than 40 then. But so you can go to a job site with one and like power a bunch of shit if it's not super far from where you're charging it.
0: So this new lightning is not the performance lightning of yesteryear. This is literally nope. just a lightning because it has battery
2: because it's electric. It's way faster than the performance lightning of last right, year. Though, <laughs> let's be honest here,
0: <laughs> you're not wrong about that. It's funny, but yeah, but it's not like we're getting yeah. we're not getting a specific single cab uh, short bed truck. This is going to be your normal run of the mill run of the mill. This is going to be your your F one fifty that comes in a crew cab short bed, like. It's gonna be it's gonna look like a normal F one fifty. More or less like a
2: normal F one fifty. It's got some cool lights on the grill and stuff like that. We're not looking at a lower. Yeah, and you can get it in like platinum trim or whatever. So Uh like you could spend eighty grand and get the bigger battery pack that does three hundred mile range and and ride in fucking style. Style. Silently. Whoa. That was weird. I
1: bet you that base model has so many features. I know I talk about it that a lot, does. but I can never right. get over how, like, a base model is like, oh, yeah, of course it has a backup camera and radar cruise and power this oh, and yeah. power that. And power. I'm just like, what? How is this base? That's base? What is.
2: <laughs> Actually, I-, I need to dig into the builder. Uh, the- So the reason why this came up is that Ford has the build your own lightning on their website now. So everybody can go play around with that. But. Yeah, the base model is the small battery, and so to get the medium or the the full range battery, you got to spend like close to sixty on an XLT. Jeez. Um, Do- but like you said, Mike, that one's still probably got all the same features or almost all the same features as a platinum, except for maybe like I don't know. I don't even know what the platinum comes with that the the long range doesn't heated you know? steering wheel. But way too many for me. Let's put it that way.
0: Do we know? Um... Do we know if it's coming in with like a full drivetrain, transmission, transfer case, and running gear, or is it motor per corner?
2: That's a good question. I know it's got front and rear motors, so it's probably a motor okay. on axle, if I had to guess. Uh, I got you. Okay. Like the Teslas. Yep. But I they don't You don't need know. any gear reduction or anything, really?
0: Um, No. I mean, you just I mean, build yeah. the
1: motor to be however pa- powerful you need reason, it to be. The
0: only reason I thought about that is like, if we were to... Buy a base model forty thousand dollars. Say it had one motor with a standard, you know, conventional transmission or no transmission,
2: but all-wheel drive.
0: Yeah, if they had, if they had uh, the ability to axle swap. Oh my god! Was just you know axle swap, but if you have you know motor on axle, then maybe not. But that would be cool. Like, yep, bought me an EV F one fifty, and now it has super duty axles, and it's angry. It has to
2: go somewhere to be tuned by some (laughs) professional. I don't think has <laughs> so, like a transfer case or yeah, anything like not. that, but I don't know. There's a picture of one right here right now. Oh, that's the backup, the trailer backup knob. Never mind. Mm. I thought that might be a... Yeah, still, I don't know. I'm going to look into that, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys an update next week, because now I'm really excited about it. it Obviously, still, I can't afford it, even the base model. I mean, right. I could I could, could go into a car payment, but I don't want to do that, because right. I'm trying to build a garage this year. We're not yep. there yet, anyway. Um, yeah.
0: So... Yeah, it would still have a knob if it was selectable four wheel drive. It even had a motor on front and back, it could though. It could, it certainly it could. could. You could Why, just turn though? the front motor Why off. would you? You know, the front motor could be charging, which would be silly, but it could be.
2: Yeah, I was the same. You know The saying? front, like if front is off. regen and the rear is pushing the truck. That's super inefficient. Just turn it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just turn it off. No, my a, my guess hub. is
2: that Ford has it all. You know, just they worked with Rivian, just like Tesla yep. does it, and it's just whatever motor makes the most sense to run in that particular instance, and it's doing. Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, me. if not millions of calculations every second to figure out which one's the best. No wild. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's a cool computer though. on
2: wheels, which is fo-show, cool, fo-show. but also annoying when you have to fix it.
0: Um, yeah, you're not wrong about that. I don't want to. That that would be the bad part is you can't axle like some of the newer stuff. You're not gonna be able to axle swap or do any kind of mods like that because everything is so intertwined. You'll have to it's essentially just delete. Everything electronic and start from scratch.
2: Yeah. Really I mean, would. There, there will yeah. be companies that come out with like kits to like yeah, put an electric motor in front of a transfer case. And I've actually been doing That's some research on this because I, I think it'd be so cool to have like an electric buggy that you just tow to the trail, charge it at home, tow mm-hmm. it, wheel it, I'm and it runs out of battery. Or when it's getting low, drive it back to camp and good to go.
0: I'm to 100% behind that. When that becomes a cost-effective thing and I could put a an electric motor in Loki. And then just have a shaft that goes straight to the transfer case. Mm-hmm. That's that yep. is something I would totally. Well, you would just you would just put the
2: motor right on the transfer case.
0: Yeah, whatever. Well, would probably big. Be too big. Too big <laughs> to be under the tunnel. You know what I mean? Too big to be under the tunnel. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. So so you have your you have your motor sitting up front where the conventional engine would be, and then you'd have just a shaft that goes back to your transfer
2: case to get your drive yeah. shaft
0: length speed correctly and all your that.
2: Batteries probably want to be under the hood too. You'd probably
0: put a stack of batteries under the hood. Stack of batteries where the fuel tank was.
2: Yeah, wherever wherever the way makes the most sense. right? Yeah,
0: well, it makes the most sense under like on the floorboard. But yeah, um, if you can get away with that, if you can find a battery cell that'll work for that for you, nonetheless, That's I, mean, I would love to do that because of the ability, the crawl ability. No, That'd longer, be so cool. Yeah,
2: and it's funny, Mike. You were talking about it last episode that like you got you went through a ton of fuel just idling on the trail. <laughs> Guess what? Electric motors don't do. They don't <laughs> use any power that. when you're not moving. <laughs> you just be
1: sitting there, just hanging out. <laughs> right i although, did i used
2: a ton
0: although what's your heat source at that point that's well, a battery
2: electric? but it's hmm? a big battery yeah yeah it it, it uses the coolant if stuff. the coolant is warm enough well on a traditional electric car now if you're building a yeah. crawler yeah you would have that you probably you have that would want like heated seats because that's the most efficient way to stay warm
0: heated right. seats and some some type of uh of radiator <clears throat> potentially what was that <laughs>
2: Heated I'm just jacket. saying, yeah, it's a PTC <laughs> heater, so it just runs uh current through a thing and blows air over it, like a yeah fancy yep. toaster.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they make those for cars. You can plug them into the old uh, cigarette lighter.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh. Have you guys heard of thermoelectric
1: cooling? I don't mean to go super like into another subject, but I'd never heard of it until the other day. It's neat. It is super neat. It's just like you just like say you have a little panel, you just connect power to it, and one side gets ice cold. Yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> what they use using the
0: um where's it at? It's either
1: so crazy fridge, to me. Right? Obviously yeah. the other side of no, it gets very a, hot because you can't. You my know, cooler.
0: It's it's in fridge. the other room. What? My cooler that's in the war room there. My it's a um it's a little cooler for like your car. Yeah. And it has one of those in top on the top of it.
2: Oh,
1: is that yeah. like Derek? Is that like your your cooler for your truck? It's is that also kind of like the fridge?
2: But it, so there's a difference between a, a way a fridge works because that would use refrigerant yeah. and a pump like an AC system, and it turns yeah. on and off, right? This but one's a not thermoelectric that. one. Depending on how much power you put into it, there's a heat differential. So if yeah. it's hundred degrees outside. You your cooler down, might only be at fifty, right? It won't be yeah, freezing, or say, yeah. Um, But if it's fifty degrees outside, your free, you know, your your if stuff in your cooler could be at zero degrees because it's 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 the amount of heat yeah. that's removed. So it's yes. like almost it always that. the same amount of temperature. I think difference. It's a
0: thirty. I think on that particular, it's a Coolatron brand, and I believe that one's got a thirty-degree differential. Yeah. Okay, so which is pretty you get, good if you're if yeah, you, yeah, if you don't don't have drinks bad, in there, it'll work. Yeah, if drinks will be fine. Like sandwiches. Yeah. I thought I was going to use it for like. When I go on the road and so stuff like that. And it'll do the job, but it soaks up some power. So, Yeah, because it's a lot Is it, and
1: it and like radiating heat outside? Out. Yeah. I he, mean, does it like he heat up the inside up. of your vehicle? Not that bad. No? Okay.
0: Not enough to notice. You're trying to cool a very small place. That's true. So, yeah, you put it in a glass, so you put the heat. So, so Derek has given us a thumbs up because he put grandma's fruit salad, mm-hmm. which you can't get into a glass
2: which yeah, you can't trying, get to too much to people on the air but oh my god it's so good it's
0: uh, it's dumb good you're not wrong about that
2: it's a very
1: very
0: delicious my, beer i had my last can on the last podcast and so it was depressing is,
1: but delicious the only
2: can i have or i've ever had and probably will ever have that uh, may be true if Maybe. he comes
1: back uh, out with it i'll pick you both up some was like two oh, years last Mike. it was you're like welcome. two
0: years since the last time right Probably somewhere in there, yeah, maybe. I, my memory already.
1: sucks. It was last year, or the year before, probably. Yeah, yeah it,
0: was, it was like it was at least a nineteen or yeah,
1: something. yeah. You're probably right.
0: Nonetheless, uh, moving on to our last topic here, Roush Creek, Pennsylvania's. PA. So I had a couple people message me, and I don't have my phone sitting right on my lap at the moment with those messages open, but I had a few people message talking about the pricing and stuff like that. And that the pricing that we looked up was correct that you looked up last time was correct. Expensive. The first it's, time it is, it is expensive. So you buy in your, you know, your annual for 50 and then I think your daily was what? 65. I think it was. Yeah. It's, it costs some dollars.
1: That first time you go, it is pretty expensive.
0: Right. Now, that is it
2: 65
1: day. per rig or is
2: it I 65 for a rig and driver and then passengers are extra? I, passengers are extra. What are
0: the extra? Is it 10 I'm bucks pretty sure. Yeah.
2: Man, that is steep. It is. And even it's the a passenger change. needs to have Their own like
1: registration Membership? Yes No Yeah I'm pretty I'm almost positive It says every person Must be a member To come in the park Wow So if you're a passenger It's like a $70 day or something Here we are
0: again We don't have any information
1: I'm pretty sure that's what I read I just read <laughs> it the other day
0: Derek you have multiple screens Get something pulled up will you <laughs> Alright
2: <laughs> So I'm doing it right now So
1: Steve do you need that's a the, beer huh? Do you need a beer Are you still working um, on that beer Yeah Do you want um, one of these Or something else
0: Bring me a spotted cow Okay. Uh I am still working on mine, but I'd like a cold one. <laughs> anyway. They, they don't have a website?
2: Surely they, they don't. They got a Facebook. All right.
0: Well, I guess that's a good start. I had messages from a few people, so I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me on multiple platforms. Some were on um on my brain just farted. Some were on Facebook Messenger. Some were on Instagram. And so uh, that was... I oh, was I Here you we
2: go. Go for it. Are you all ready? How much does it... Um, I fa- they do have a website. It's rc4x4.org. Or, dot org, not dot .com.
0: rc4x4. Um,
2: and I went to the FAQ. FAQ. So how much does it cost? All persons 16 mm-hmm. and older, whether a driver or passenger, must become members of the park. The membership wow. costs $50 and is good through 1231 <laughs> of the year you join or October through December goes through the following year. Like you said last week, Steve, Yes. Once you are a member, the daily entrance fee for the vehicle and driver is 65 Passengers are $20 each. The $20 is waived the day the passenger pays for their membership. So passengers are free on day one. Well, if that's you good pay because for the they membership. just paid
0: $50 to get in the park.
2: Yeah, right. So thinking. included in your daily fees is primitive camping, oh, reservation required. You. So that's good. You Sorry. mentioned that. All children 17 and younger require the parent to sign a parental oh. waiver. We accept Sorry. credit cards, cash. For our frequent visitors, we offer some specials. A frequent driver pass is two hundred and sixty, which is good for five visits, or a season pass for six hundred. Um, that's about it. So it's not so, cheap. You're right, but yep. I mean, everybody that I've heard that goes there says it's worth it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is everybody says that that park is awesome. Um, so I think it's one of those. It's for me, it's going to be a once a year, probably at most generally mm. i mean maybe oh, yeah if but for some it like reason, a
2: three-day trip yeah at least make it worth yeah. your yeah. while oh yeah mm-hmm. so
0: your daily yeah so you'll have it's gonna be a 200 hundred dollar get in that first round, probably
2: yeah but if you're if you're spending 300 dollars on fuel <sighs> or 400 dollars on fuel yeah. to get there and back then you, you just, just plan it out or it's or gonna spend be an a couple hundred bucks
0: yeah for us going over there it's probably gonna be a 1500 to two grand you know two thousand dollar weekend or something stupid um but it is what it is and that's if you don't break anything right
1: <laughs>
2: I don't think it'll map? be that expensive. I went, I went to Moab and 1, back for twelve hundred, and I get like that's miles everything per per that you something. everything so, that you spent, or is that gas? That was in gas and food, and I, but I didn't pay mm. for it. like you in Moab. You just have to have a registered vehicle to go. Oh, yeah. on the oh, that's true. Yeah, right, right. But but that's way further. That's twenty hours of driving instead of 11. About 12, Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, think the, I think I think the gas difference between Moab and Roush Creek is probably going to be the park entrance fee. <laughs> I'm excited to All I'm right.
0: excited to get that get that going. We this year is going to be pretty busy, so I hope that I can get that in there. I know we've got a yeah. wedding in Kentucky in March, and then we've got the uh, Noxia event in March. We've got there's another event in late Mar no early April. There is the it's in Michigan. There is a event. If my calendar, word, it's the it's in. Was it uh, MESIC? In MESIC, Michigan? What? It's a Jeep event. I don't know what it is. I, I just put it in my calendar. I don't even know what it is. I'm sure as we get closer, I'll start seeing things for it. But nonetheless, it's going to be a busy year. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see when I can try to schedule that Roush Creek. Is that something you guys would want to do for you know the big trip of the year?
2: I've been wanting to go to Roush Creek for a while. I got some friends yeah. up in the Northeast that were like, dude, come out. Like, We'll meet halfway in Roush right. Creek. Because it's, you know, the people that live in Vermont and Maine, It's mm-hmm. it's... 11 and 12 hours for them too so right um be sick i i would love to but probably towards the the end of the year
0: (laughs) yeah that's what i'm guessing probably later in the summer or maybe early fall
2: yeah i got a lot of weddings early fall so it's gonna have to be late fall or how's
0: how's mid-september looking Pretty mm, bad just go just <laughs> go for my birthday
2: we'll figure it You're out good. we don't have to figure it out right now for sure yeah sometime sure, this yeah. year that would be cool i would actually be really interested in going to roush creek
0: right is there anything more um, that you want to add to that roush creek discussion nothing
2: to add to roush creek but because it's winter right now and i've never been snow wheeling the people oh. up in the michigan wisconsin area if y'all want to go snow wheeling you want to you want to invite yeah, did you let get invi-
0: wait did you get invited to the sorry is your rig ready to go
2: I mean, it's got a bent axle, but it's not that bent. I'll just drive it.
0: <laughs> I'll just drive it. Um, Did you get an invite or do you know about the reject run? I don't in know. Michigan. Okay, so uh, see if, Rick, will you reach out or maybe, Derek, you can reach out to Rick. I'll
2: reach out to Rick. reach out
0: to Rick. Reach out to Rick and ask him about the reject run and see if that's something that you can get in on. I would yeah. love to go. I don't think I'm going to be able to because my rig's going to be down and I'm going to be just hemorrhaging money over the next two months. Yeah, we'll like see. I still got to build the garage
2: this year, um, yeah. but I don't think I don't, it would be an expensive Michigan's trip for you. That far. Yeah,
0: no, no, it's probably only like a four-hour trip for you, something like that. Maybe, maybe five on the high end. I think, but even still, yeah, um, I could probably make it work. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be bad. And I looking, judging by the amount of snow they have up there right now, it should be good.
2: Yeah, and I've got I got them bead locks now, so I can go at like two psi and just be flat.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just pull it
2: out, of course, you're fine.
1: <laughs>
0: 2 psi to be flat, not with your weight, 8 psi.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that's that we talked about this already, but 8 psi is a good wheeling pressure, eight and a half. Six is not.
1: <laughs> Just take whatever your rig yes. is and divide by a thousand, and that's how much pressure you should run on rocks.
2: But in the snow, you probably want half that.
0: January 21st oh, yeah, through the 23rd, Derek. Oh, man, that's coming up quick, and it's in rocks and valleys. Is where it's at
2: in Harrison, Michigan. Mm. So I'll I'd talk. Say. I'll see if I can make that work. That might be
0: tough. Yeah, that's coming up quick. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you want to do snow wheeling, though, that's a run where there's going to be a lot of people there. And Rocks and Valleys is a sweet park. I don't know about. I don't full I, I want to do
2: like snow wheeling where it's like you don't even see any rocks. Like it's so deep. It's going to be
0: deep. I don't know how is bad it? the snow is up there. Right. But I'll
2: talk to Rick. I'll talk to Rick.
0: I saw. I saw some stuff from uh, Woo, dude. And his property was just smooth. It was just a sheet of snow. There was no grass. Right. There was no, it was just a sheet of snow. Wow. Yeah. So th- it looked pretty good where they're at. And they're south. They're an hour and a half southeast, I think, roughly of, um, of rocks and valleys. So <laughs> it should be, it should be a pretty good, I would think pretty good. You should have some decent snow there, but again, All check right. with the Michiganians, the Southern Canadians and see what their thought on that is. Yep. See if it's worth we'll you do. going up there.
1: I think it'd be interesting to do snow wheeling considering you can't see anything. So it's like spot (sighs) me. It's like can't bro. Can't. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) I think it's just kind of like you you have to feel the vehicle. Like if it's real deep and you're, you're, what do you call it? Not cutting trail, but like you're the front run. You basically are cutting
1: trail. Just go real slow. I guess.
2: You go real, well, you go fast, and then when your rig stops, you got to let off and back up and start over and then hit it with more momentum. And
0: Oh, that's
1: real it's
2: deep. Kinda, it's kind of like mudding, but with less breakage, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. And way less cleanup. It just melts off. It's that's just true. Melts. It would it be much better for that.
0: I would like to, we, we went to Badlands one year. We lucked out. The, we already had a trip scheduled, and just so happened, like right before that trip, it snowed like eight inches.
2: I remember that I was there, but I didn't have my rig because I just were moved there, to Chicago. I? Was that the one where we went with
0: uh, you guys and Groey got the pictures of me playing in the snow?
2: Yeah. That was have... me. I, I brought my DSLR. Yeah, Whatever. Dick cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless. Groey probably did too. Yeah, yeah. But you remember how it is. Like when you get that much snow on the ground, it's like. Uh, it's completely different park. It's quiet. It's super quiet. Because the snow absorbs so much of the sound. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also the, also you can't see like the actual trails. And so it's just kind of like just powder. You're just kind of cruising through. Yeah, and it's you're like, kind of creating your own. It's like
2: night wheeling. It's a completely different park.
0: Yep. It's wonderful. I love it.
2: A winter I wonderland. Even,
0: I can't even fathom what it's like to be out in the Pacific Northwest and hit like two feet of snow.
2: Oh my God. It's just
0: insane.
2: There was that one episode of Dirt Every Day where they went up in Oregon somewhere, and not only was it two feet of snow, but they went on like a hardcore rock crawling trail. They had that like <laughs> F-250 that has the top cut yeah. off because it got rolled. They put a cage in it, and they just wheeled it, and I was like, that looks so freaking cool.
0: It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. So
2: anyway. So there's some bonex content for you. We didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast. The, the, the snow <laughs> wheeling.
0: <laughs> I told you it'd be side, side tangents. But anyway, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, this is the end of this episode. If you guys are interested, we're gonna go ahead and record the Patreon next. What we never do that. I know, but we're changing things.
2: We're doing it now.
0: So the conversation will be continued over on the Patreon. If you're interested in that, be sure to check it out. There's a link in the show notes. Um, but we want to get you guys the premium content, which comes first on to the to the you know to you listeners, and then the patrons are gonna get the shit show that's gonna ensue after this.
1: I'm gonna say at least three words I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save
0: four. And I'm going to open another beer.
1: Yay. Actually, Steve is sad because I opened it for him. So he didn't fine. get that nice crispy pop Ooh. he usually gets. Dang, that spotted Yeah,
2: it's a bottle. Decent. The bottles don't pop nearly as well as the cans. Look, that's true. After
0: going from a warm-ish Corona it wasn't warm ish Corona to to a Nougalaris <laughs> spotted cow, that's a huge flavor difference.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. The oldie
0: Wisconsin so, beer. <clears throat> yes you're the one that everybody loves anyway thank you guys for joining us for episode 108 it has been brought to you by complete off-road crawler off-road off-road anonymous and more so we appreciate you guys listening if you need anything from our partner companies be sure to check those out on totaloffroadpodcast.com. it is under partner companies and
1: any last words well you didn't attempt to steal my last words i did not <laughs> this time, but in it's addition time. to that, I didn't think of anything. See, this always happens. But it's, see, I think, why am I the worst? I don't know, Derek. Any last words?
2: Oh no! Yeah. I'm more on the spot because I've never been asked this question before in my life.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> As we end the podcast, and you can find us on Patreon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, bolt check your rig before you go out next time
1: uh, nobody's gonna do that you should do it <laughs> you should at least poke a flashlight under there and look at it. I, got it
2: I got it drive your rig at least around the block if it's a trailer oh. rig or drive it for a week before you go wheeling next time that's a good idea that is
1: actually a really good idea yeah, I'll drive, drive my it. rig to work and back at least once before we go on a yep. trip just to make sure everything's nice and, and, and tidy r- and
0: remember if you're
1: cold they're cold bring them inside <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that guys in uh-huh. 6 months my rig will be inside. Ah, you're getting close. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us and we'll get you on the trail.
2: Oh man, we need to put last words on the agenda so that Mike remembers next time. Any any last words in total off road podcast font? Ooh, that's a cool sticker. Any last words dash total off road Posca- podcast? Ooh, on the passenger side of the dash. Dude, that's it. That's the stick. That's this year's sticker.